You're listening to a Philadelphia Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philadelphia sports experience. Softly, ooh, get them on me, try to crucify me like I'm Jesus, the way she crossed me, I'm too bossy and too thorough to move like a weirdo, on point like an arrow, we started off with zero, now I'm seeing M's, diamonds like water and they jumping out the gym. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Trust the Podcast. My name is Luke Arcaney and I'm here with Ant and we're here to today to talk to you about uh, games one and three of the Eastern Conference quarter, Eastern Conference semifinals. I'm sorry about that. Uh, semifinals. Semi, semifinals between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Toronto Raptors. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you do know that the Sixers currently hold a 2-1 series lead. Uh, we are recording on Saturday. Uh, I believe it is May 4th. Yeah, May 4th. Um the Sixers just won last last night. It was last night, right? No, two nights ago. Oh no, Thursday. Night. Two nights ago, Thursday night, and they play again um, tomorrow at three thirty. Um, so, and um, obviously, we saw how um, how washed up game one was. Basically, just bad play all around. Bad, bad plus minuses all around. It was just. It was just a. Basically, a really bad game overall um, uh, from game one. Uh, so, so what did you see out of that game? That was basically the main key. Yeah. So, um, it's Ant here, by the way, and this is my second podcast. I was not here at the last one, but right now we hold a two-one lead against the Raptors, and so far. The past two games, they played really good. One of the games, offensively, they played, they dominated. And game two, they defensively dominated. So it's good to see um, we can win both ways, even though Kawhi has had a spectacular game every single every single game of the series. Even though game three, he, I guess you could say it was his off game, if you want to say having like 30-something points was his worst game of the series. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I was at game three, and uh, yeah, yeah, thirty-three. Joel had thirty-three. Gotcha. Yeah, that I was... was at game three, and it was the I've been to about six Sixers games the past two years, and it was the best atmosphere I have ever experienced in any game that I've ever been to equals Sixers. That's Phillies awesome. at anything. Yeah, I was talking to Curtis, and he said it was just. Consistent just yells everywhere. No one's sitting down. Uh, it looked like a great place yeah. to be at. Um, and obviously, we know how game one went. Um, basically, the same way it happened in the net series. Um, the Sixers lost the first game. Never really showed any signs of life either. Um, just downplay. Shots weren't falling. Defense was at. Eh. Kawhi Leonard dropped 45 points. Um, it was just a bad... Bad overall game. Yeah, Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi game one was looked like the best player in the Ever. NBA. One of, well, he's already one of the best, but he looked like the best in game one, and yeah. the Sixers had no answer to him. Absolutely, yeah. And um, then they, that was their game plan. I think Joel was on Gasol game one, right? Yes. And then they switched the deep, uh, defensive game plan for Joel's now guarding Siakam, which has worked out so much better. Just 
about yeah. everything. Even yes. I feel like Siakam's been shut down, but he is dropping like 20 points, but it's still off of like, he's shooting like 20 shots now, yeah. which is a lot better than As we did one. see in game two, obviously you said defense. Um, the Raptors went from 108 points in the first game to only 89 in the second. Um, so that's huge. something obviously must have clicked there. And obviously it must have been Ben Simmons lockdown defense on, on Kawhi. Jimmy Butler's consistent, deep, just fantastic defense. And MB with the switch on a Siakam. Um, big, big player of game two. Yeah. Big, big player of game two was obviously Jimmy Butler, uh, who finished with 30 points. Um, and beat also MB didn't have his best game, but, Hey, a win's a win in the playoffs. Um, off the bench, we had we had we had. Um, yeah, going to Toronto. I mean, a win's a win. I don't care how it looks. Yeah, they played exactly. their best defensive game exactly. this season, arguably. And Jeremy Butler came up huge time and time after again. And then the player that played probably one of the worst games of the season, Joel, and he came up with like twenty seconds left and had the biggest play. Yep, absolutely. It's all about – everyone knows about when you don't have home court advantage, it's all about you take one on the road. And, and that's what they did in um, game two there with a final score of 94-89 to 89 with Jimmy Butler leading the pack with 30 points with uh, James Ennis and Greg Monroe following behind him here with 13 and 10. Uh, not, not something I'd see, but um, another big thing is we haven't been seeing a lot of Boban. And um, yeah. mainly the reason is just he's just – just flat out, just not really fast enough. Um, and I love the man, but whatever's working for this team, if if it needs to be Monroe and if he's been playing how he's been playing the last two games and let him play because he's been playing great basketball the past two games. Monroe, I remember the uh, me included the whole entire city of Philadelphia claimed that he was completely – trash mm-hmm. after game two or game three in Brooklyn yeah. when Joel was out. That's when he, uh, that was yeah. his rest game in the playoffs. And Monroe started, and he did a little, he was not good at all that game, I didn't think. Yeah, no, he, uh, that was game three, right? I can, I can probably go back yeah, and find three. that here. Uh, that, that, and that was, did. yeah. Um, Monroe, nine points. He actually did get 13 boards, but just not, obviously not Joel Embiid. Um, and it's hard yeah. to be Joel Embiid. No one in this league can be Joel Embiid. Yeah. But um, definitely showing signs of life lately. And then obviously game three, as we just saw on Thursday night, um, a fantastic game. Um, I'm not going to lie. That was probably my favorite, absolutely hands down, one of my favorite Sixers games that I've watched all season. Um, with a final score of 116 to 95 here. Um with Kawhi leading the pack for the Raptors and still losing by 20 points when he had 33. Um, we had 33 for Embiid, 22 for Butler, 15 for Redick, 10 for Ben, 13 for Tobi, uh, 10 for James. Um, Rebounds-wise, Harris with 8, Embiid with 10, Butler with 9, Simmons with 7. Um, just great overall play from everyone. Everyone that's yeah, every definitely. everyone that stepped on the court that night for over six seven minutes really had an impact. James Ennis played twenty five minutes in that game. Um, big, 
big things, big signing uh, with there with Ennis, obviously. Mm-hmm. And the return of Mike Scott hitting that one three-pointer when he came back, that was that was definitely a moment right there. So one of the – they played great on Thursday for game three. And one of the big things that uh, we talked about was Boban, how he's not playing as much, pretty much not at all. In game one, he played 10 minutes and – I don't. I don't have his plus minus up, but he he played ten minutes, and then in game two he played one minute, and I think it was just like Joel got probably in like foul trouble, and that's when Greg Monroe got hurt, and they put Boban. This is right for in. the Raptors game one. You're yeah, talking he about played ten minutes. Um, Raptors game one. Uh, his plus minus here was where is it? Come on. Uh, it was a minus seventeen. And that is, let's see, only James Ennis. Oh, wait, no, the starting lineup. James Ennis had a minus 18. Well, it wasn't. No one played good that game. game Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's not the point, but yeah, definitely. Um, So obviously, Greg Monroe has been a big part of this team the past um, two games because we obviously see that that lineup in uh, Toronto is deadly. No one, I've. I don't, I don't know what people were thinking going into this series, but I'm not going to lie. I really didn't look into this lineup, and this lineup, can can they can ball for Toronto with with Leonard leading the pack with Lowry right behind him, having Danny Green outside just threes, threes, threes at every time, and then Marcus Gasol and Siakam down low. Um, they can be deadly, but we've seen the defense that this team can play, and – They've obviously been playing some great defense against those guys because uh, game three, or that's game one, I'm sorry. Um, but game three, just points all around were bad for the team. It just wasn't – the Sixers just purely outplayed the Raptors that game. Um, and it was great to see, especially going up 2-1, which is huge. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, man. So, um, obviously – Game one was a fluke. Game two was the high defense game. And then game three, we really just saw just what this team can really do. Um, game three was a combination of great offense, but yeah. it was all started by like great defense every Absolutely. time. Like In game two, you'd think the, off- the offense did play off, but most of the points came off of great defense too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, game- and then if you said before this series that our bench would be outplaying Toronto's bench every game yeah. for the first nope. three games of the series. And James Ennis getting like 10 plus points in game two and three. And without even much, Mike Scott hasn't even been available and they've played excellent. Yeah, definitely. Um, Their, their bench has been shut down game three, their bench combined. Uh, what total of 18 points, I think. And our bench combined for like 25, which is, doesn't show a lot, but it's a difference. Those points are, are definitely a difference. Um, and even with and most of the bench points came at the end when it was just garbage time, and that's when the Raptors got. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, another series I do want to just talk about real quick. Uh, I don't know if you've been following it all. Um, is the Bucks series uh, with the Celtics? Uh, the Bucks currently hold a two-one lead. They won last night. Um, I do like a quote. 
I know we obviously hate Boston, but I sent this quote to the guys earlier at Sixers Nation, and I just thought this was this was really cool. I don't know if you saw this, Ant. Um, but last night, after Brad Stevens, after the Celtics lost, um, obviously the officials weren't great last night um, in that game. There's been a big outbreak, especially you've probably all seen with Kyrie, his interview. Um, but after after the game last night, Brad Stevens got interviewed, and he said, um, he said, where he said it says, I don't yell at refs. Obviously, yeah, some calls are bad, but they have a hard job, and we shouldn't have put ourselves in a place where that matters. And yeah, yeah, that's that's a big thing because like you can complain all about refs all you want, but if you're playing your best your your best basketball, those calls won't matter. Like one bad foul call shouldn't determine a game. That means you're obviously not playing your best basketball. Um, so I just I just thought that was cool because we get we, we obviously know these 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 NBA refs are not great at all. Um, we've seen throughout the games the the missed calls, the blown calls, the stupid fines, the flagrants. It's so frustrating. But yeah, the um watching the Golden State and Houston game. game oh one of them. yeah, that was. That was horrendous. I, I just don't understand how un, well they're just so inconsistent every game. Yeah. And one of the worst systems I think personally is the flagrant foul system. Yeah. When like you see penalties when they call flagrant ones, and then you watch like what a flagrant two is, and they're just like every game it's different somehow. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's it's just like you you don't even know so, you don't you don't know what's what anymore. Like you can't predict anything like right when it happens. Like it's just not nothing consistent about it. Nothing it, nothing this, nothing that. But I don't know. Uh, I, I will just, say that the game three when MB got the flagrant on Jerry Dudley. I think it was poor game four. But when the uh, it started the whole fight, the scuffle yeah, the whole big scuffle. At first, game I did not understand game at five. all why it was a flagrant because it was he hit ball first. But then as I kept watching it. I mean, I could see why they call it a flagrant one because he like he brought his arm back, which was, <laughs> and then it kind of hit him in the face. So I understand that more. But in the heat of that moment, when there was a little scuffle with Jared Dudley, I had no idea why they called that. Yeah, yeah. and um, and the whole big fine too with Ben Simmons, um, which is oh crazy God. to me. I just I don't even get how Siakam doesn't get a fine for throwing his leg out at Embiid, but Simmons gets fined for that. But but he will be uh, – he's doubtful now for game four, so that's probably his karma. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, yeah, they did say that he is doubtful with a right calf. I actually did see a picture. Uh, it's kind of funny. Right after they announced the right calf, someone tweeted the picture of him kicking Embiid with his, with his right calf. Uh, which I thought was actually kind of funny, um, but yeah. yeah so, um, so yeah. So um, gonna, if Pascal doesn't play uh, Game Four, who do you think is going to start? Um, Fred Van Vliet. You might see a Van Ibaka, Vliet. Ibaka will probably start. Yeah, definitely him. Yeah, you won't see a Van Vliet starting. Um, and then, chance. if Ibaka does start, it probably had in. Hmm. I'm thinking Embiid on. I, I don't. It, it would be interesting to see what. Yeah, you'd keep. You absolutely keep whoever has been guarding Gasol on Gasol, which has been Tobias, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So you obviously, with such a good defender as Embiid, you let him adjust instead of the the weaker defender have to adjust because Tobias is getting used to having a guard Gasol, and he knows his strong his strengths his weaknesses. Embiid's such a powerful defender. Um, let him adjust because you know he'll yeah. be able to. Um, so that I believe is going to wrap it up for today. Um, so obviously I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't know your opinion. Uh, I had, I had Sixers and six from the beginning. Um, and I'm definitely going to stick with that. I think, uh, I think they win game four tomorrow. Uh, I believe they go to Toronto. I believe they lose a close one, um, close one in Toronto. And then they come home for six. And I think, all hell breaks loose and they just they just beat them. They yeah. beat up on them in six, and they go to the Eastern Conference Finals, and they play the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee over uh, Boston. Hundred percent. Milwaukee over Boston. I don't know. What's that, your uh, opinion on that? Milwaukee over Boston is a uh, interesting. Yeah, I just I don't know. After last night, Giannis just played out of his mind last night. I don't know how how ready the how how ready Boston is for that type of player. I don't know. What's your final I Sixers think, predictions here? Um. So before the series, I'm thinking Toronto has they they all uh, went three and one against or yeah three and one against us. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, three and one. And the one game they lost, just uh, they didn't have Kawhi. Kawhi. So basically, or, I'm pretty sure. Or so I was Lowry. thinking. I was thinking going. If this game series is going to be really tough, reminding me of last year Boston, something like it's going to be physical, Sixers, it's going to be frustrating for half the games. So I predicted Sixers in seven. And then after game one, I did not have much hope because I was one of the overreacting people on Twitter, and I thought it was not looking good for them. And then they showed me in games two and three, they're the far superior team as of right now. Let's not uh, change that, Sixers. Not so I'm going Sixers in five. They're going to close out the series. Win tomorrow at home. Blowout. I'm predicting a blowout tomorrow again. And then in Toronto, that one's going to be a much closer game. And it might come down to a Jimmy Butler uh, buzzer beater. You never know. A little Jimmy Butler game-winning buzzer beater to win the series. I'll take it. I'll take it. Just Maybe uh, like Damian Lillard and uh, from the logo. Mm. Oh, I love that. Love that. Yeah. Um. All right. Oh, and then we would get to post some Game of Thrones, Arya Stark. Oh man. Jimmy Butler. Oh man, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. For any of you Game of Thrones people out there, if you if you ever want to talk Game of Thrones, you can just at at our at uh at PHL Sixers Nation or at Sixers Nation Pod. We love to talk to you about it. We're all we're all yes. big big uh big Game of Thrones people over there. Um, so other than Definitely. that, I think that's that's gonna wrap it up today. And thank you, uh, thanks for joining me today, man. Yep, good episode. Uh, awesome, yeah, awesome. Uh, all right, so if you guys would like to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Sixers Nation Pod is our main podcast Twitter, or you can follow us at PHL Sixers Nation is our general. Our, that is our general Twitter where we will tweet live uh, live updates for games. We tweet out all of our articles, blogs, podcasts, everything. Um, so, at, so it's at PHL Sixers Nation, at Sixers Nation Pod. And you can also find us on Facebook. We will hopefully be coming out 
Uh, I hope after game six, that's when we seal it. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, but if this series does go to a game seven, which I sure do hope it does not, um, I we will have an episode out before seven. But hopefully this series ends in five or six. Um, so other than that, it's been Luke and Ant. Thank you guys for joining us and keep trusting that process. Softly, ooh, get them on me. Try to crucify me like I'm Jesus. The way she crossed me, I'm too bossy and too thorough. The move like a weirdo, on point like an arrow. We started off with zero. Now I'm seeing M's, diamonds like water, and they.